please, don't worry so much. Because in the end, none of us have very long on this earth. Life is fleeting. And if you're ever distressed, cast your eyes to the summer sky. When the stars are strung across the velvety night. And when a shooting star streaks through the blackness, turning night into day. Make a wish. Think of me. And make your life spectacular. I know I did. Welcome back to the Film Wheelcast, where, well, we're not be, we won't be reviewing any films, but we'll be talking about, um, may he rest in peace, uh, Robin Williams, who uh, unfortunately died this week. I'm here with uh, Stu, Mim, and Graham. Hello. Hello. Yeah, so it's about Robin Williams, the, the career he had, and uh, the great films that he actually put out, and... Uh, one of my favourite films, I have to say, or the favourite film for me he did was Good Morning Vietnam. Really? Yeah. I I've not seen that. Film. How bad is that? It is shockingly bad. <laughs> it really is bad. We'll have to do that film then. Yeah, it's a great film. I mean, it's... I don't know how much it's scripted, but it, it's Robin Williams at his best for me. It's him just being himself. The jokes are really fast. It's really topical. Also about the Vietnam War. And uh, it's a film for... For adults who will understand what was happening at that time, and it's just the jokes just go so quick fire, and he's just so un PC in that film for the time it's set, and it's brilliant. And I have to say, another film I do like is Patch Adams, and I got slated by a lot it of did, people. Didn't it? That's the one where the, he looks like a clown, but he's a doctor in, in the yeah. picture. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's just such a nice film. It's a real soppy film, but I really, really like. That Does it have a happy ending? Uh, it does have a happy ending. Yeah, I think he. He gets the sack from the hospital. That's always a happy ending. It is. It is quite happy. Okay. And then he goes and opens his own um, hospital, which you don't have to pay for. It's um, like for the poorer people in need and stuff like that. And it's the woman he's with. I think they kind of grow old together in this hospital, I think. But oh. it's just because uh, he does soppy so well as well he as does. funny, doesn't he? And that's a, a nice soppy film. I like that. So I like Cook and Mrs. Downfire, unfortunately. They're my two of my favourites. Really? I have yep. to agree with that, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, you can't you can't beat Mrs. Doubtfire. I, I think enjoy I, it. That's I, brilliant. I, I remember him. You know, the, the thing that sticks out the most for me is uh, Morgan Mindy. Don't know if, yeah. You know, kind of growing up on a you know weekday, it's coming at six o'clock in the evening. Bit of Morgan Mindy, Nanu Nanu. Yeah, Morgan Mindy. I remember that as well. And another film which I thought he was very very good in um, is the One Hour Photo. Oh, yeah, yes. creepy in that. Yeah. He's really, really good at playing a creepy guy in that, which is completely opposite, which is why he was, um, when he was alive, he said he enjoyed the role so much because it wasn't what people expected. And he plays a really, have you seen that, Nim? No. It's yeah, really, really good. He plays a real creepy guy in that. He does. Um, he, was a, he was a stand-up first, was he, and an actor second? I think so, I know so, he does yeah. a lot of stand He's done a lot of stand-up, which has been quite funny. He's very much out there. Yeah, I mean, the, the films are so diverse. I mean, you've got Goodwill Hunting, which is what he won the Oscar yeah. for. Then the same year he made Flubber. 
which is a complete opposite. I mean, he kind of in terms of greatness, in terms <laughs> of quality. Yeah, in terms, really, it's just a black and white, isn't it? One's really good and good to watch. The other one is dreadful. And they're bookends of that year, essentially, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many films. I mean, there's loads of films going through here that I've just I haven't heard of and not. I just didn't know he was in, not seen him in. I mean, obviously Aladdin, you know, that Birdcage is very good. Jumanji is really good. I mean, in, in the 90s, he um, he made some really, really good films. But, uh, I mean, it's really, really sad. I mean, it was. I was really surprised. When did you, when you, when you guys find out about it first? When you messaged me. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, when okay. you said you were like Robin Williams. As soon as you said that, or, or text that, I knew he was dead. Because... No one says. It's not something you send on a daily basis. Yeah, either he's dead or he's been arrested for something, for some kind of sex scandal involving children or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was really sad. I was gutted to be honest. I was really surprised. Yeah, it's, it is a little bit of a shock as well, especially with obviously like Mr. Doubtfire too and stuff meant to be in the pipeline and all that type of thing. But I suppose it's what's going on in his personal life and uh, um, how that impacts really on uh, how he feels at the time, isn't it? Unfortunately. Yeah. Really bad. yeah, allegedly, I say it's allegedly because I don't have the facts, on, on the face, the book of face, someone was saying Fox News was not very nice about him and almost called him a coward. All the British, tab- British tabloids have been uh, a little bit... Um, negative. Negative, all their front pages are all very, very negative about all of his problems, all of his issues and oh, he does. things like that. And it's, it's, it's not really seen in, in good light in general for, for, the, for problems that he has. No, no, but I think if anything, it should be it should show and almost be an advert to what what depression, like potentially depression, can do. If uh, you know it was suspected that he suffered from bad from bad depression, if if obviously either not kept in check or if if not helped, and that it is like something serious, and it it's a shame you're saying that that the newspapers like that because it was a chance for them to actually kind of embrace it and almost not quite use him as a postboy. That's a bit unfair, but to say look, you know. This 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 problem is real. This is what can what what can happen if we don't take it seriously, um, uh, and I can I can only hope if it, they do look at that eventually, and will take things will we'll take things like that seriously. And it's prevalent in Hollywood, particularly. So you have this Robin Williams. I mean, the when you found out he had depression and killed himself, some people were saying. Um, oh, okay. What was he? What did he have to be depressed about? You know, he had like he was famous. He had loads of money and stuff. But yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. But that's a lack of understanding, though, isn't it? That's, yeah. I mean, if depression doesn't doesn't go in people's status, it doesn't affect the poor. Depression doesn't care about people's bank balance, people's status in life, and what kind of person they are. It, it, depression affects many, many people who choose to deal with face on, and they can talk to people, and some people can't. And for people to say that it's because why did he have it because he had so much money is a, a naive and ridiculous thing to say because it doesn't matter. It's an illness. It's a mental illness. And people just assume that if you've got lots of money, you're immune to any kind of mental illness. I mean, he's under the same amount of pressures as everyone else. They're different pressures, but he's under pressure. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and he's, I mean, I'd question the, the way he chose to end his life People may question that as being selfish, and the, I believe it's in the family home. But when you've got depression, you you don't you're not kind of thinking rationally about a lot of things. Depression is a very selfish disease that is all about yourself, and you don't think about the consequences for other people. So I think it's it's horrible that some of the the things that people are printing and people are saying, because it is people who've never dealt with depression or been with someone who's suffered from depression. 
I mean, I think it's awful. And I hope, if anything, that comes out of this <coughs> that it highlights that depression is a serious mental illness that should be taken seriously and treated, really. It's really bad. I think it's really sad that he took his life. It goes to show how vulnerable everyone is, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But most of the tabloids have all got, or and newspapers have all got... Um, more about the money and the bankruptcy kind of mm. apparently he's bankrupt well, and all that sort of stuff but not the the fact that you know you should pay tribute to such a quality actor and also draw attention to the problems that he was suffering with his mental health and to assist people that have got mental health mm. issues they've just gone oh he's skin oh that's driven him to do that along with you know or failed marriages all this type of stuff but you know they haven't they've concentrated on so much as with everything that's what sells newspapers but they concentrate on the negatives rather than yeah, he was amazing, paid tribute to his good work and the good stuff he's done, but also raise awareness of mental health issues. That's, you know, no, but I, they don't, do they? they just I agree, and, the, and I think, Stu, what you're saying, I think, you know, there is a lack of understanding out there, and I think a lot of people associate, and it doesn't help when the tabloids print things like, well, he's, he was skinny and his bank balance, automatically, you know, the average kind of Joe out there will, will think, well, you know, if you can only be depressed if you're unhappy and what makes people happy if, if they've got lots of money. Do you know what I mean? They look at it very simplistically. Yeah. Um, and if I'm honest, you know, I don't have much of an understanding about it. And I think when I first heard about this, I think we were playing golf, weren't we? And yeah. um, you actually told me. And I think, you know, now thinking about it, I think the first thing that came my head, out of my mouth was, you know, why, why would he be depressed? Because mm. he was famous, he was, mm. like, you know, successful. Yeah. And I think you associate being successful and with happiness but sometimes being successful doesn't mean that you're happy no um and i think that's a sad thing and i think the other thing i saw in the paper today is the um internet trolls you know it, some horrible things that they've been um yeah so to his daughter for his daughter yeah. yeah and i think really what they've been posting pictures of his body and all that all, uh, yeah people you know, on twitter all sorts of have, horrible um, things have but, been um using it as a negative thing instead of putting the tributes and what there's lots of people have done but let's be honest, though, there's more yeah. people doing the tributes. Oh, yeah, 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 there are, but um, it's, it's made uh, Twitter now go back and, and review their uh, policies and procedures because of the, the, the attack that um, his daughter got on there. So they've, they've Twitter have stopped accounts, have yeah. dropped loads Good. of content and stuff yeah. um, to protect the, fa uh, the family, um, but they've also had to review their own stuff now for the use of social media. Shocking, isn't it? That yeah, people need to get like that. It's disgusting that the family loses someone, regardless of the status of the family, how strong they were. And the fact that people target, and for their own gain, really, what it is, yeah. that they put things like that on there, I think it's shocking. that They forget about all the good things he done, and I'm sure that he did a lot of work for charities. A lot of these big stars, be it in sports or acting, do so much for charity that goes unpublicised. Mm. Uh, I'm sure he was one of them, but you only see him on the screen as someone who was really happy and outgoing. So I think that's why it was such a shock. And I think it really is. If the only good thing come out of this is that people under, try and understand depression or mental health illnesses, then try and look for some mm. good to come out of yeah. something that's so tragic. But no, I think it's awful. Okay, I, I mean, I think, well then... Uh, to, to to end it obviously obviously on, on a high this you know this this very funny act this very funny and personable personable actor let's all pick obviously our, our favourite film um Nim what's your favourite film Robin Williams it'd be Mrs Doubtfire but I'd, my favourite thing about watching Robin Williams is Morgan Mindy because that makes me laugh <laughs> it just cheers me up mm. it's just proper yeah. he's got so much energy bouncing around it's 
It was crazy series, wasn't it? It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, I mean, I've got to say, Mrs. Downfire, first film I, I, I saw him in and knew it with Robin Williams took an intro was, I think it was Hook, um, rather than obviously uh, the Vietnam thing, which I haven't watched, which I feel quite right. ashamed now. Uh, yeah. So, there you go. But yeah, for me, for me, uh, it's Mrs. Downfire. Um, probably for me, I'm probably going to say it's Aladdin for the voice. Oh, of genie. course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bicentennial Man was quite good because I went to sight in the cinema. When it I came enjoyed that years ago. See, I've not seen that. Oh, that's not that's not, not too it's bad. Not amazing. It's a really it's, long film. It's, yeah, it was what it was what the first like serious kind of grown up film yeah. when I saw a cinema on a Saturday morning. You know, when you still yeah. have two quid and get popcorn. I think that's why I didn't see because it sounded a quite serious film. Yeah, yeah it's quite it was, long. It was good. I, I thought. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you got like. Um, in Hook, and um, there's, there's, it's endless, really. Yeah. They so many, so many good <clears> films and little voices here and there and cameo roles, and yeah. you can't really. But probably I'm gonna go with Aladdin. Aladdin. Oh, Good Morning Vietnam. It's brilliant. Oh, well, yeah. well, there you go. There you go. Rob, Rob, Robin Williams uh, may be remembered, and I'd imagine at some point this year we'll definitely try and uh, review one of his films. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. Good morning, Vietnam! Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Time to rock it from the Delta to the DMZ. Is that me or does that sound like an Elvis Presley movie? Viva Da Nang. Oh, Viva Da Nang. Da Nang me, Da Nang me. Why don't they get a rope and hang me? Hey, is this a little too early for being that loud? Hey, too late. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Speaking of early, how about that Cro-Magnon, Marty Drywitz? Thank you, Marty, for silky smooth sound. Make me sound like Peggy Lee.